be at tonight. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak a very, very abbreviated, very short message. Thank you for not clapping. <laughs> you know, like, thanks. No, don't. You're not supposed to clap right there. It's like, I'm going to speak a short message, like standing ovation. Yeah, like, that would be depressing. I'm going to speak a really short message tonight about worship um, because tonight that's the whole theme that's what we're talking about let me just preface this by saying um, worship really is more than music and for those of you who maybe have never been to church first and foremost welcome our, one of our favorite things in the world is meeting new people we like to tell our new people every single week we're here to build you up not yeah we love you we back you we're here for you um, but if you're not if you're like maybe new to church and you're like I don't even know what worship is well um, Traditionally, there's a moment in service where we begin to play music and sing songs, and that has been called worship. But the biblical representation of worship is not only music, it's not just music, it's actually a lifestyle. So let me ask you this, what if you acted in your entire life, Christians, the way that you act in your moments of worship here at church? What would your life then Look like So worship, it really is a lifestyle, but tonight our focal point is going to be song, music, singing, and all that, all that that is and the reason why we do that. So our big question tonight is why do we worship? Why do we worship? There's a verse in John chapter 4, if you're there. We're going to be in verse number 23. Here's what it says. It says, yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, they are the kind of worshipers, listen to this, that the Father seeks, he's searching, he's looking for people who will worship him like that, in spirit and in truth. God is spirit and worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. Yes, God really is looking for people who will worship him with what? With everything with all that they are. Yes, in song, um, with, the, with their entire heart, there is something truly amazing when God's people come together and in unison they begin to sing songs back to God. We're gonna talk a little bit about that. But one of the things is, is that like this worship will always, this verse is one of the reasons why worship will always be a major emphasis here at Bridge Youth. And if you are brand new, just know it ain't like an acoustic guitar and some like kumbaya. That's not how we worship. We get hyped. And we're going to do that tonight. And I believe we're going to experience God in a real and a tangible way, a tangible way. Worship will always be a huge part of who we are. So tonight we're answering this question. Why do we worship? Let's pray. God, thank you so much for who you are. And God, thank you for every single person in this room. God, I, I believe that tonight you're going to show up. God, I believe that tonight you're going to do something unique and something powerful. I believe that tonight that your, your presence is literally going to be here with us. God, you are not far off. You're not like on the other side of the solar system. You don't live only in heaven. You're omnipresent. You're here with us right now. You say in your word, wherever two or more are gathered under your name, Jesus, that you are in their midst. You're in their presence. So God, I pray that tonight that we it would be such a tangible and real and genuine presence, God, that we would have to stop and take notice. I believe, Jesus, that you're going to turn around the Raiders season. Please, God, help us. We need it so bad. In Jesus' name, amen. And help the Dodgers. Please, God, help the Dodgers. Help, help we come through, come through with this. And, and help the Anaheim Ducks continue to be undefeated. Amen. And not the Kings, not now, not ever. 
Um, hey, what's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for you ever? Like some of you, you just thought of something like, what's the best gift you've ever got? <laughs> Anytime anybody ever buys me food, it's the best moment of my life. Um, what's the nicest thing, what's the nicest gift anyone's ever got for you? What's the most thoughtful thing anyone's ever done for you? Some of you, like, like some of you ladies, a boyfriend asked you out in such a sweet and a really cool way. I believe that if he doesn't do it extravagantly, you might want to say yes, but don't tell him no, just tell him, try again. Okay, if he doesn't go extravagant, tell him try again, redo. I'm not saying no, just reset, all right? Like, guys, some of you have had, some of you have had a girl who they asked you out, and that's cool. Like, you know, girl power, like Beyonce, she's empowered a lot of females to just go after it. And, and, and for some of you, you had a girl ask you out in an extravagant and a cool way. What's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for you? What's the nicest thing your parents have ever done for you? I remember for me, one of the nicest things that had ever happened to me was um, when my mom and dad bought me my first guitar. Now here's the thing, this was the nicest thing mixed up with the most emotionally manipulative moment probably of my life. Not really, but still. So Christmas morning, uh, we're opening presents and kind of tucked back behind the Christmas tree, I see a guitar case with a bow on it. And I'd been asking for a guitar for a really long time. I wanted to learn to play guitar for one reason. I thought girls liked guys who played guitar. So I was like, I want to play guitar. I learned to play guitar. Um, but, but, but I was asking for it, asking for it, asking for it. And my parents were like, we can't just get you a guitar. Like, we don't have money like that. So you're going to have to wait. And so we're opening presents. But the whole time I'm opening all my presents, I'm just keeping my eyes on the guitar case behind the Christmas tree. We get to the end, and they're like, oh, is that all of it? And I'm like, I don't think it is. And they're like, okay, there's one more. And they give me the guitar case, right? They hand it to me, and I'm like, yes, yes. And I'm like, man, this, this feels lighter than what I thought it would. And so I, I open the guitar case, and it's filled with socks. <laughs> Nothing but socks. Not even good socks, just plain old white socks. And I'm like, huh? And my parents get really, really serious. And they say, look, Corey, we really want you to learn guitar. We really, really want you to have that experience. But unfortunately for Christmas, we couldn't afford to get you a guitar. We were able to pick up the case, and maybe for your birthday in May, May 23rd if anyone's curious. Um, Gemini, hey. <laughs> Believe in any of that crap. Uh, but like maybe in May, we'll be able to get you a guitar that you could put in that case. And I was like, it's okay that we're poor mom and dad. It's a thank you. Like, I'm excited for May. And then so we're starting to play with our gifts and everything like that. And then from behind me, coming from my parents' room, I hear my dad playing a guitar. It was horrible. He didn't know how to play guitar. And he brought it out. I was like, I hate you, but I love you. Like, I was so pumped. I then went on to learn my very first song on guitar that day. Metallica, Enter Sandman. <laughs> Staple. Of course, right after that was Nirvana, Come As You Are. Right after that, Smoke on the Water. Absolutely. You just, I mean, you have to. You can't not. You got to. Uh, but man, imagine, what was my response when my dad came out of the room playing the guitar? Thank you so much. Right? When someone does something nice for you, what do you do? You 
thank them. One of the things I love to do is when our waiter or our waitress at a restaurant does well, I love to ask them, hey, can I talk to your manager? You know what they do every time? Oh my, why? Uh, why? I was like, just, I'd like to talk to your manager. Because they always think it's negative. But I just, last week at, um, what did we eat last week, babe? With the veggie buffalo, yard house. Yard house has veggie buffalo wings. They are sensational. You guys are like, I don't care. I'm going to eat chicken wings. Like, ah. Um, man, and I, I, as I was walking out, I went to the hostess at the front. And I was like, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you let the manager know? And she's like, oh, no. That our waitress, our waiter was amazing. She's like, really? I was like, yes, he was awesome. He was so cool, like one of the best waiters we've ever had on. She's like, awesome, thank you so much. And like when you, when something's done like that's nice or someone gives you a gift, what do you do? Essentially, you give them praise. You give them what's called accolades, honor. And even the Bible says, give honor where honor is due. And with God, it is the same. Those of you who are taking notes, um, you're definitely not going to hell. Those of you who aren't, flip of a coin. Uh, take notes. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but your mansion in heaven is going to be small. It's going to be like a condo, an apartment. It's going it, to be like a college dorm at best. So take notes. <laughs> hey, five reasons why we worship super, super quick. Number one, we worship God for what he's done. Man, God, how many people, how many people in this room would say, God has done amazing things in my life? Come on, somebody. Like, God has done, if, and if God has done nothing else in our lives, know this. He, he sent his son to die for your sins and to pay a price for you that you can't pay on your own. And if God never does anything for us ever again, he's already given us so much more than we deserve. Yet, we serve a God who loves to bless us, who loves to bring breakthrough. We're going to pray for some of that stuff tonight. And so God, like, we worship God for what he has done. Can I just tell you that sometimes even the greatest moments of your worship will be at some of the lowest points in your life. But you know why? It's because, it's because when you know and you worship God because of what he's done, even at your lowest moments, you're like, God, I can still worship you here because you've came through before. You're going to come through again. Your promise, what? It still stands. It's not void. And you're not just faithful. Great is your faithfulness. We worship God for what he's done. But not only for what he's done, we also worship God. Number two, note takers, you're like, well, we're going fast. I told you we're going to go fast. It's Tokyo Drift up in here tonight. We're already at negative five seconds on my time. We worship God for who he is. Some of you in this room, you're like, who is God? Like, like I'm not a Christian. I don't know much about God. I don't know about the Bible. I've never read it. Instead of me telling you who God is, I thought that we would... Um, we would refer to a pretty phenomenal um, African-American 1950s Baptist preacher by the name of Dr. S.M. Lockridge. You know what the S.M. in his name stands for? Shadrach Meshach. His name is Dr. Shadrach Meshach Lockridge. So you know he's going to be good. Hey, check out this video right here as he talks about who God is. Says, my king is the king of the Jews. He's the king of Israel. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of the ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. I wonder, do you know him? My king is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's imperially powerful. He's impartial. 
totally merciful. Do you know him? He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He is the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the fundamental doctrine of true theology. He's the only one qualified to be an all-sufficient savior. I wonder if you know him today. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleans the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captives. He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent. And he beautifies the meek. I wonder if you know him. He's a key to knowledge. He's a wellspring of wisdom. He's a doorway of deliverance. He's a pathway of peace. He's a roadway of righteousness. He's a highway of holiness. He's a gateway of glory. Do you know him? Well, his life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous. And his yoke is easy. And his burden is lighter. Somebody, somebody say amen. Man, when we, when we worship God for who he is, one of the things that we're doing is we're declaring, God, you're, and this sounds obvious, but it's so powerful. God, you are God, and I'm not. You know what happens in those moments? We're in a moment of humility and surrender. This is one of the reasons why we lift our hands. Well, what other moments in life would you lift your hands? Well, often when you are in a moment of surrendering, why? Because you're vulnerable, and when you're vulnerable before God, you're saying, God, there's certain things in life that I cannot do because I'm not God, but you are, and I declare that you're God and that you'll come through in my life because I worship you for who you are. Amen? Which brings us to our next point. We worship God because we love him. We worship God because we love him. Matthew 22 and verse 37, it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Often the Bible compares our relationship with God to a marriage. And imagine this for a moment, ladies. Every single lady in the room say, hey. Imagine if ladies, as Amber's husband, nine, nine years ago, if I, yeah, this was, oh, tell me about it, Nathan. I'm more hyped than you, bro. Trust me. I get to go home to that every single day. So I'm pumped on it too, brother. 
Uh, imagine if nine years ago we stood on a platform in front of a bunch of our, hundreds of our friends and families and church members and all this, and we and I, and I said my vows, and my vows were awesome. I'm telling you right now, they were really good. But imagine I never again in any moment ever declared my love to Amber. Imagine I never told her I love you ever again. How would that work out, ladies? Not so good. Yet for some people, this is the way in which they approach their relationship with God. They get saved, there's a moment of salvation and, a, and dedication. Yet after that, in our moments of worship, they stand there like, you know, it's like, I can't help. Whenever, whenever I go somewhere to preach, whenever I meet somebody brand new, anything like that, they'll say, they'll say tell me about yourself. Uh, first things, Jesus and Amber. Why? Because I friggin' love them both, okay? Like, and, and when you're married, when, some of you know because you've been in, we'll say, love, um, and you can't help but tell people about it, and you can't help but tell them, and it should be the same with God. We worship him because we love him. Number four, we worship him to draw near to him, to experience him. We worship God to draw near to him. Worship, it really, if you don't know, it's not our time. It's actually God's time. This is why it's irrelevant if you say, well, I didn't, I didn't feel anything in worship tonight. I didn't get anything out of worship. Great, that means you gave God all the glory. See, worship's not about us having an experience. It's about giving God glory. It's about coming near to God. But here's the amazing thing about it is God is so gracious and he's so phenomenal that in a moment that actually belongs to him, he says, let me share this moment with you and let me give you an experience. Let me come through my Holy Spirit and draw near to you. I love this verse in, uh, in Psalm chapter 22, verse 3. It says that you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. So Israel is uh, an Old Testament word referring to God's people. If you're saved in the room, if you're a Christian, you're God's people, okay? And the word enthroned, it's actually, it's the Greek word yeshab. Everyone say yeshab. That's a cool word. And it means, listen to this, it means to sit, to stop, to remain, to dwell, to inhabit, to abide, to live, or to settle. So what it's saying is as God's people worship him, he stops, he sits, he settles, he lives in that moment. This is why worship is so incredible. This is why it's so different to go to a concert and to be in a moment of worship. And you literally will feel differences. Because when we worship God, we draw near to him. And as the band heads up, my last point, this isn't so much why, but we worship God no matter what. Worship brings our heart close to God's heart. It reminds us that God is real, and he's big, and he's able, and he's magnificent, and he's a healer, and he's a deliverer. He's our savior. And what it does is in declaring these powerful words in worship, it brings our heart near to God's heart. So even in our, you could be in your lowest moment and have some of your best moments of worship. Because when we worship him through anything, it begins to shift something in us. That's why I love in Psalm 23, the psalmist says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. In Psalm uh, 34, verse 1, it says, I will extol. That means I will kneel or I will bless. I will kneel or bless the Lord at all times. His praise, check this out, his praise will always be on my lips, always, in the midst of heartbreak, in the midst of loss, in the midst of, of brokenness and depression. 
in the midst of anxiety, in the midst of family falling apart, his praise will always be on my lips. If you hear nothing else tonight, hear this. From this moment on in your life, let the praise of the Lord constantly be on your lips, no matter what. Don't be the type of person who praises God only in the good times. It's like, God, if you bless me, I'll bless you back. No, say, God, you are always, but you've already blessed me so much more than I deserve, so I will always bless you back in good times and in bad, and everything in the middle. I will always praise you, God. We worship God. Why? For what he's done, for who he is, because we love him, to draw near to him, and no matter what. So tonight, whether you're going through the craziest storm of your life, if you are, you're in the perfect place. Or maybe tonight you're in a phenomenal mountaintop, like great season of life where everything's going well. Know this, this is the best moment for you to worship God as well because in that season so many people run away and they get distracted and they forget all about God. Don't forget about God. Let his praise always be on your lips. I believe tonight that as we draw near to God, he's gonna draw near to us, amen? Because when we take one step towards God, he takes a thousand steps towards us. Amen. So we're going to pray, and then right after we pray, we're going to worship. God, thank you so much for who you are. Thank you that you're in this room. Tonight, we're so excited. We're so excited to get to worship you. We're so excited to sit in your presence. We're so excited tonight, God, that we get to come face to face with you. I pray for a real and a genuine and authentic moment with you. I pray, God, not for anything fabricated, God, I pray for not, not for anything, God, that's, that's, that's over-emotional, but God, just real, tangible moments with you. God, I pray show up in such a real way. Do what only you can do tonight. In Jesus' name, everybody said, come on, everyone said, hey, would you stand to your feet, head to the front for worship while you do, check out this video.